Welcome back to episode 84 of the Draft FC podcast. Welcome back to the Draft FC podcast. My name is Mitch and I'm your host. And you are joining me today for part three in our Road to Draft Day series where I go through some of my positional rankings ahead of Draft Day 2022. And today we are looking at the midfielders. If you haven't already listened to the previous two episodes, then go back and have a listen to those. The first one is on the goalkeepers and the second one is on the defenders. As with both of those episodes, I won't be disclosing the full rankings in this podcast. I'll just be skipping down the list and discussing some notable players who I think are interesting. If you do want to see the full list uh, in front of you whilst listening to this podcast or just want to get hold of that list afterwards, then you need to head to draftfc.co.uk and sign up there and you'll be able to see my entire list either by position. So you'll be able to look at my goalkeepers or forward rankings or you can select an overall list for your league size, whether you're in a two person all the way up to a 16 person league where I will have a full 240 player list of players ranked. If you're new to Draft FC in general, we will be your one-stop shop for all things official Draft FPL throughout the season and of course during pre-season when everyone's gearing up for Draft Day. So even if you're happy with your own rankings, not really interested in ours, there's still plenty on offer for you to go and have a look at over there, particularly the global dashboard, which during the season will tell you all of the moves being made all around the draft universe and also show you who the top managers are bringing in and out each week. You'll also have the personal dashboard, which will break down your league into stats and graphs that you won't be able to find anywhere else. So go and check it out. I should say that I'm recording this episode on Sunday, the 24th of July. So any transfers or uh, speculation will be up to date as of then. But without further ado, let's get into it. So in at number one, the Egyptian king remains my overall number one pick this season. A guy who has averaged 258 FPL points since joining Liverpool five years ago. And until things drastically unravel, his consistency is unparalleled. And if I'm first on the clock, I won't hesitate to recruit Salah and feel I'll be in a good place while I wait my turn to come back around in the draft. In at number seven, and my Spurs bias could have led me, uh, could have led me here, is Kulusevski. Um, as I said, I think he'll be higher than uh, in most of your rankings, but his spell since joining in January was reminiscent of what Bruno Fernandes did when he joined uh, United a couple of years ago. Again, some doubted he, he could repeat that the following year and he did exactly that. Richarlison obviously looms on the sidelines now um, and I'm sure Kulusevski won't play many 90 minutes but he clearly gels well with Son and Kane. There's no reason he can't continue to net some massive hauls this year. He's continued to look sharp in pre-season and uh, as I said the looming threat of, of Richarlison doesn't put me off at all. I think Richarlison is there to cover for injuries and also help us out with the sheer volume of games that will have to be played this season. In at 10 is Phil Foden. I think this could be a really big year for Foden. The presence of a proper number nine should afford him slightly more room to operate in between the lines. And I think Foden, the creator, will definitely arrive on the scene this year. The last few years, he scored more than he's assisted. But my prediction for him this year would be double digits for both the 10 goals and 13 assists, which should push him up to around the 170 point mark. In at number 20 is an old favourite of mine, Wilfred Zaha. I think we'll see another strong year from him and he seems to be benefiting, unsurprisingly, from a system that actually encourages the team to get forward and also with a set of teammates who are on a reasonably similar level to him. Meaning the attacks are far less reliant on him having to dribble past four opposing defenders in order to make something happen. 
Down at number 23 is Leandro Trossard. Last season was an improvement on the one before and the one before that, but, but the progress has been slow. He remains a frustrating watch and should be getting more returns than he does. In the current setup, he's playing in front two, so positionally there is now no reason he can't add more goals to his game, and the trajectory is there for him to break the 10-goal mark for the first time. After a tough opener away at Old Trafford, Brighton have a really nice run of fixtures up to Liverpool in game week nine, so there's a good runway for him to take off early on this year. In at 26, and as low as I've ever had him in my rankings, is Marcus Rashford. I still need to see him do it again in the Premier League, but somebody could end up with a bargain on draft day. Last season, he looked so lacklustre, and reports from pre-season are that there hasn't been a major move away from that. Those signs are better. Similar to his teammate, Anthony Martial, we know what they can do with the full season, but from all the high ceiling gambles you could make on draft day, I'm actually on the colder side with Rashford and would happily pass him up to someone else. At 34 is Lewis Potter, who... um, Brentford signed from Hull. I'm not going to go into too much details here, but if you check out one of my recent blog articles on draftfc.co.uk, um, I spell out all my thoughts on him there. Down at 38, it's the preseason darling in standard FPL, and that's Neto for Wolves. I've never quite seen the appeal with him, um, but it has to be said he is still very young. Jimenez's talisman powers may never be what they once were, and it will have to fall to the likes of Neto to hit around 10 goals or so this year in, in order for Wolves to have a good chance of staying up. I can't warrant putting many higher on my list, and given the amount of press in FPL circles this year, I'm fairly sure there will be someone in your league that will reach slightly too high for him and take the headache away from you. At 44, it's another old favourite of mine. I do have a soft spot for Thomas Suchek, and I'll bet good money he finds his way into my FPL team at least once this season. Last season was disappointing for him from an attacking sense. Um, I remember shouting about his attacking prowess from the rooftops when he first joined the Premier League. Either way, he's still good for a few more goals this year, and the potential addition of Scamacho would only water down the markers, who in recent time have deployed their best defender to mark him from most set pieces. At 46, another one who's hot property in the normal FPL preseason talks this year, mainly because of his price, is Andreas Pereira, who's joined Fulham from uh, a frustrating time at Man United. The early signs are he'll be straight into the 11, and from the preseason form looks to be an out-and-out number 10, who is also taking his fair share of set pieces, which should provide plenty of avenues for FPL points. At 53 is Rodrigo for Leeds. Should see more minutes this year now that Rafinha has left, and they'll need someone with his sort of skill set on the right-hand side. Obviously, we're used to seeing him play equal parts as a number nine, so he knows where the goal is, and he'll have to be one of the guys that steps up this year in the absence of Rafinha and Calvin Phillips. Down at 61, uh, a forgotten man, didn't really make anything of his move to Barcelona last season on loan, and that's Adama Traore. Um, I'm still so thankful he didn't end up signing for Spurs because he isn't actually very good at football, but having said that, in a five-sub landscape and in a team like Wolves that could struggle for goals, I expect to see him make a lot more appearances, and he could be a useful fifth mid for you, so long as you can tolerate the stress he'll bring. The last 20 midfielders on the list are really uninspiring and I'd need to see consistent minutes from the likes of Damari Gray, Iwobi or Lanzini in order to move them any higher. Around this area is where you probably should be looking for some upside and I'm already scouting the likes of Aronson, Bailey and Aribo to potentially make my next rankings update which should drop any day now. So that's it for this episode. Another whistle stop tour through one of the positional rankings. As I said at the top of the show, if you want to see the full rankings in front of you so that you can use it to help prepare for your own draft day, just head over to draftfc.co.uk and sign up. 
As well as being able to see my rankings, you'll also have full access to the draft dashboard, which is collating every draft that's taking place in the world every single day to update an average list of where each player is being taken. Now, you can see that as a full list, so you can see roughly um, how the rounds are shaping up. But if there's a certain player you're just not really sure where to take him, you can search by that individual player, search by league size, and you'll be able to see exactly where he's been taken in all the drafts that have happened so far this summer. The number of drafts is really starting to ramp up. There's several thousand happening every day at the moment, so that data is becoming more and more relevant and more and more accurate. If you've enjoyed this episode or have enjoyed several episodes now, make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future content, particularly during the season where there's always a weekly podcast discussing the upcoming game week. Another way to stay up to date with all the comings and goings at Draft FC is to follow us on Twitter at Draft underscore FC. This is also the easiest way to get in touch with us if you're having any issues or want to reach out with a specific question. Our DMs are always open and we're generally pretty quick to respond. So I won't keep you any longer for this episode. I'm sure for many of you now your draft day is looming very quickly. So I'll leave you to get back to tinkering over your own rankings. And as always, stay sure.